You're listening to Social Psychologists, a podcast where we interview people who are hacking social media. Brought to you by Social Cycle. Okay. Hello, Social Cycle fans, audience. Uh, my name is Chaz Vandemotter. I have a special guest today. Um, I'm going to let him introduce himself, uh, but uh, welcome on the show. Yeah, thanks, Chaz. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think we uh, we came from the same homeland. I think so. Uh, <laughs> uh, introduction to your guest. My name is Charlie Van Derven, not to be confused with Chaz, Chaz Van Der Meyer. <laughs> um, but uh, I've been, you know, I've been working in uh, marketing, business development, and uh, and all of that kind of surrounding technology as it's grown since 1998. Uh, started with some pretty rudimentary websites back then, and of course has evolved into email marketing and social media marketing, social selling, you know, Google ads, Facebook ads. So I've been I kind of, uh, you know, at almost 50 years old, which shocks me, kind of been yeah, been able to watch this whole industry grow up quite a bit. It's been, been yeah. fun to be a part well, of it. Tell us, about what you, uh, tell us about social advisors and, and what you're up to there. Yeah, so Social Advisor Company, I started eight years ago. Um, I really didn't know what the heck it was at the moment that I started it. I had a, a background in working with financial advisors. Um, and so uh, having gone through a couple companies, been in different business models, um, it seemed like the, the most common marketing companies out there in that industry were build it once, sell it many times. I thought it was really a disservice to the clients, right? So one, one of those companies, I won't name any names, but today they've got 70, 80,000 financial advisor clients. They get all the same content. They all got the same website. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, it's almost at this point it's played yeah. 15 years ago. Maybe that was okay. But at this point, if you've got one of their websites, you look like 70,000 other financial advisors and that's crazy, right? So, um, Eight years ago, uh, spun up social advisors, and we did, Chaz, I know this is all audio, but you can see my finger quotes when I say social media for financial advisors. At the time, it was a content play only, right? Um, now, of course, you know, content as a standalone is pretty tough. You got to have engagement, which I know you guys are, are big into that with, uh, with the tools that you have at Social Cycle. But you know, you've, you've got to have engagement to complement that content. So we evolved greatly into engagement. Content's still a piece of it but it's really about helping our clients reach out one-to-one -to, -one to a target audience, leveraging, in our case, LinkedIn is, is the king of what we do. Um, we still do content marketing on Facebook and Twitter and such, but LinkedIn is where the engagement happens and, and where we produce opportunity totally. for our clients. Well, and, and let's get into the meat and potatoes here. How are you applying LinkedIn to your uh, sales strategy? How does that fit in there? Well, I'll tell you, it is, uh, you know, LinkedIn um, automation, beat up LinkedIn for several years and we were part of that, though I like to think we were tactful about it. Um, you know, it, it was certainly not a connect and pitch strategy. And when you're selling financial services, there's there has to be a relationship built there. And so everything that we do for our clients and on our, you know, we, we eat our own cooking, we use the exact same strategies internally. Um, you know, everything we do is about building rapport, building relationship, uh, opening up that initial conversation around that rapport rather than, hey, great to connect. Why don't you send me your statements, which is, you know, that 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 whole connect and pitch kind of strategy. Um, you know, when the numbers were big enough on LinkedIn three, four years ago, certainly that produced some results for people. We never were really a part of that. But uh, now that LinkedIn's policed a lot of that stuff and the, the volume just isn't capable anymore on that platform, you know, you've really got to be strategic with the relationship and rapport. Mm -hmm. So what does that what does that cadence look like what is that because uh, if you're saying we're not just connecting and pitching 
what yeah. things are kind of required along that path to, to start that relationship? Yeah, we still, I hope no one at LinkedIn is listening, but uh, we still automate the invitation process on it, right? So we still send out 25 to 40 invitations a day. Um, and that is an automation, automated process. Um, we do it intelligently, right? I mean, it's uh, the software we used to do that. You can actually watch it, type messages. So it's not just blasting 20 invitations out at once. Um, so the invitation part of it is, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, right? You send 40 invitations a day, you're going to get 10 connections. You know, we got a large enough sample size that, you know, we know we know everybody that sends out 40 invitations a day is going to get eight to 12 connections every single day. Now, what's changed quite a bit is we used to run all, all of our campaign, campaigns directly through direct message on LinkedIn. Um, a lot of that really involves CRM now, or, you know, lead management system, LMS, CRM, you know, depending on what you're using. Um, and so using tools to pull contact information into uh, uh, even something as, as simple as, say, MailChimp. Right. And, and so a lot of our cadence is taken out of LinkedIn, so there's still a component there. Much of that happens with the invitation on LinkedIn, a nice rapport-based introduction message on LinkedIn, and then pulling those people into a platform like MailChimp for the introduction and uh, and then some value-based emails on the back end of that, obviously with, you know, with uh, highly encourage people to unsubscribe if they don't want that communication, right? So we, we, uh, we address GDPR and can spam and other laws in that way. Um, and uh, there is still a cadence on LinkedIn, but that's a manual piece now that's done by our clients. So we highly encourage people to reach out and start conversation with three professionals that they're interested in every single day. Okay. And so that becomes more of a coaching component of what we do, where the messaging now runs through a CRM or, or a lead management system. What, what, uh, what kind of engagements are you kind of dictating that clients go and do? Is it just as simple as reacting to a post? Is it commenting? Is it, you know, what, what are you recommending that they do from an engagement perspective? Yeah, so everything that we coach them to do is about getting to the phone call, right? Is about getting outside of that social media platform. And right. what, we, what we found is two comments on content. If that person's posting content, of course, a very small percentage of people on LinkedIn are actually sharing content. So, you know, 2% or whatever that number is today. So if that person's sharing content, it is two comments on content. Then it is a message about something of interest, maybe a commonality they have with that person based on their profile. Mm -hmm. That's a direct message. So that direct message then becomes that really that first kind of communication, but that's warmed up by the by the interaction with the what are those elements that you're seeing on somebody's page that maybe give you that uh, rapport. Is it yeah, a business? Is it like what what are you what are what are your like top three things that you're looking at? Number one, groups. Mm. Right. So what what groups are they involved in, which is usually going to give you a little bit of information about not only what they're into professionally, but who they are personally. Right. You know, I'm in all kinds of professional groups. But if you take a look, you know, you're going to find that I'm in a Green Bay Packer group, right? I grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a big Packer fan. Yeah. So that would be something that would touch me personally rather than. Yeah. 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 So more report based, right? More relationship based. Um, you know, I think if you look in there, you're going to find I'm, uh, I'm also in a group, a uh, Grateful Dead group, right? So you're going to, you know, we can talk about music or something. And, uh, and certainly I am into all kinds of genres of music, but, uh, but if we want to talk about the dead, I can do that. Um, so that, that's number one. Those groups are going to give you some really personal insight. Uh, 
Um, when we connect with people, right? We like to connect on a second second tier connection. Mm, right? so I want to have, yeah. have that natural personal commonality. If if we're lucky, that common person is somebody that we know pretty well, yeah. right? So that we say, oh, you know Jim Smith, right? You know J Chaz Vandermutter, right? So that becomes then a commonality that we can connect on, and then content is always great. Yeah. Right. So in addition to those two public comments, sending a direct message about content and asking a question is often going to get that, you know, is going to solicit a response. Right. So um, that that gets the conversation going well. Oh, yeah. We preach that for sure. That's a that's a great one, because it's like you, you're not you're 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 setting them up to have to respond where, you know, if you say great post, that doesn't necessarily, you know, yeah. it's yeah. flat. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah it, it sure does. Oh, but you know, I love that article you posted about this and that. Right. What about this other thing? Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. No, I love that. What yeah. what is the what does the tech stack look like uh, when it comes to managing these relationships? Do you use sales nav? I know you mentioned you use a couple of yeah. other tools, CRMs. What what are you kind of gluing your your process together with? Yeah, so we uh, um, we we use Sales Navigator. Everything we do we do runs through Sales Navigator. Messaging that we send happens uh, in LinkedIn, so it happens in that LinkedIn inbox as opposed to Sales Navigator. But any kind of searches, you know, that we're looking for target markets and, and niche, you know, niche audiences, all of that runs through Sales Navigator. So that's essential to what we do. Okay. Um, because we work in financial services, uh, you know, depending on who our client is. We have to, you know, if, if we're going to run a CRM or an email platform, it's got to be an approved platform by their firm in many cases, unless they're a registered investment advisor, in which case, you know, yeah, imagine there's some red tape there in that industry. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we uh, uh, will run through MailChimp, Constant Contact. We love a platform that we are actually a reseller of uh, and a certified administrator, whatever that means, right? Um, called SharpSpring. Okay. And, and here's what I love about SharpSpring. Um, Chaz, if you were to hit, because you're in my database based on the relationship you and I have had over the last year and a half or so, um, if you were to go to my website today and maybe hit the pricing page, I'd get a notification in my email that Chaz Vandermutter just hit my website. Mm. Right. So if, you know, in, in, in our industry, the ultimate buying signal is someone on the fees page of your website. Yeah. <laughs> you've done your homework on LinkedIn, you know, you've done your legwork on LinkedIn, they hit your website to check you out before they engage with you. As long as they're in your database, and if you're connected to them, they're in your database, uh, that platform will tell you exactly who that person is and give you their contact info. That's cool. It allows you to use that either, it's a trigger too, right? So you can, you can use that activity as uh, you know, you can you can pre-schedule communication. Someone hits your website. Here's a couple of emails that go out to them, right. or even just pre-schedule that task to you, so that 48 hours after they hit the website, or 24 hours after they hit the website, you give them a call and they go, "Oh, it's just on your website." Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. I know, man. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? So. Yeah, but you're gonna have to charge me for that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you know. Last couple of questions here. One is something that we love and something I know you're, uh, you're a fan of too. It's how can you send a, a short message and say a lot in a little, you know, if you're sending a paragraph long email or, you know, though the worst thing you can do is send a paragraph long LinkedIn DM. 
Um, So I I know that you're not a big template guy, but how do you go about sending out these emails or DMs so that they're punchy, they're quick hitting? What kind of things are you saying that's actually eliciting a response through that kind of correspondence? Yeah, you know, again, going back to the fact that there's, there's a common connection when you're connecting with a second tier instead of a third right? Uh, speaking, speaking to those commonalities, I'm going to tell you, is going to get you way ahead in the game. Yeah. Right. So speaking to a common connection, um, you know, a lot of times we use say alma maters for, for targeting, um, speaking, it it all boils down to what commonality can we create quickly within those DMS? Right. Right. So it's, if, if I'm trying to, again, if I get in there and I'm trying to say, I'm trying to pitch, Right. You, you lose the relationship before yeah, you man, now, in, exactly. in a world four years ago where you could send out 100, 150 invitations a day, you know, uh, instead of different game, huh? Yeah, right. Now we're now we're now we can work on one percent response rates. Right. You can't do that when you can send out 25 invitations in a day because one percent response rate doesn't get you the return that you need. Because, you know, obviously you've got a, a small number of those people that respond are going to convert into clients eventually. Right. Right. So you've got to get personal. You really do. Do you, um, do, you yeah. do you uh mix it up with things outside of just text i know that the dms are offering you know voice options and you can send pictures like do you take it that far or do you think that that kind of do you think that that helps build rapport or do you think that damages the relationship almost? no I, I think it helps build rapport if you get a if you get an invitation from me today the follow-up message is going to come to you two or three days later we'll have a video Awesome. Yeah. See, I love that. I love yeah, that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to pretend I'm making that video for you. I'm not saying, Hey Chaz, right. I'm just introducing myself. Yeah. Here's what we do. You know, I just, so I, I, so it is an introduction to me. It's an introduction to social advisors. Um, I, I think I specifically, I haven't looked at that video in a while, Chaz, but I think I specifically say, Hey man, don't treat this as a pitch. Right. I, I just want you to genuinely know who we are. You'll see us in press. You'll see us around. I hope you see our content on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not asking for a call. They don't, they don't know who I am. They don't have any reason to trust me. Right. It's about just creating a little bit of familiarity. It's funny because like we talk about this all the time. You think about the paradigm of what social media is now and what, you know, connecting used to be networking events, you know, meeting people in person. And we have forgotten to emulate that in-person behavior when it comes to social media. We think that we can just yell from the, from the street, hey, buy my thing. And, you know, that's not how it works when you're actually building relationships. So can you talk about maybe a, a time that stands out to you where you were able to, you know, generate a win from social uh, with this kind of engagement? I mean, I'm sure you've gotten customers, but anything stand out to you? Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that everybody who lands on my calendar, we have one business development person as well. Everybody that lands on Mark's calendar originated at LinkedIn. I mean, like, like you know, we get referrals too, right? But those are people that we're connected to on LinkedIn already that, you know, have seen our content. In one way or another, everybody that hits our calendar comes from LinkedIn. That's yeah, you know, maybe it's maybe there's a couple exceptions in there, but 95% of our new business development comes out of the platform. Here's what I'm more stoked about, right? Because I mean, we do this thing. This is what we do all the time. Right. Right. When we can create a win for a financial advisor, and and we can, I can, I got, you know, I got a couple examples off the top of my head that are just from the last couple of weeks. But when when we create a win for a financial advisor who does not do this all day like we do, 
Right. That's a much more significant, that has much more significant impact. So you're talking about them applying this strategy to their own business and getting their own client from yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's our job to get them to, to the introduction, right? It's our job to get them to that phone call or that cup of coffee. Beyond that, it's their job. They've got to be able to nurture that relationship to the point of, and part of that's LinkedIn, but, you know, part of that is traditional as well, right? Right. Good. Last week we had a, I got an email from a, from a client of ours who's been a client for like nine or 10 months, I think. This is his first client he landed from us. So he's a patient guy to stick with us for so long, but he, he yeah. saw what was happening on the front end, right? He saw all the, all the conversations. Of course, sales cycles are long. Dude landed a $50 million client. Wow. $50 million in assets to manage at, let's say, 1%. It's a nice little paycheck still. It, that's a nice little paycheck, right? Yeah. So, so what we're is, sending a couple of DMs to do that. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's worth it. I can tell you another gentleman who uh, his business is providing insurance services to RIAs that no longer carry a Series 7's license, so they can't sell insurance directly. Um, and I can't, I can't speak to a, the, the, you know, the, the deal that he did, but a couple months ago, he landed a $128,000 commission. Wow. The deal was much bigger than that. His commission on the deal was $128,000, you know, so it speaks to the fact that, yeah, it works for kind of rank and file kind of mass affluent audience, but these guys are after ultra high net worth people. How right. else do you get on the phone? How, how, how do you get on the phone with somebody like well, that? Well, that's what, that's the other thing that I talk about is uh, you have access, right? Like it's not, you're not going to just call Mark Cuban up on the phone or somebody, but you have access in these different platforms where you know, you don't have the other information, but you can kind of break into that relationship if you're intentional about it. Yeah, we've got, you know, I'm in con this is not a done deal by any means, and I won't name any names or get specific on the firm or anything. Um, but when we're in conversations with the, the head of recruiting at one of the largest firms in America right now um, to start to leverage our strategies for recruiting advisors to their firm. Makes sense. And, yeah, listen, that thing goes through and yeah. That, you know, so it's just, it's, it's the ability to, to your point, have access to the, the executive level decision makers within a firm, no matter what the size of that firm is, right. that, you know, listen, you just, you just don't have it right. um, out, outside of a platform like LinkedIn. They're checking that thing on their phone at night. Right. Well, and the spam filters in your emails and they they got a secretary that's screening their calls and even yeah. probably their emails too. It's, it's, it becomes so difficult to figure out unless you <laughs> roll up and sit in the parking garage and wait for them. How else are you going to get in front of yeah. them? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, and then you got a uh, restraining orders and things. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. The plumber probably is not the best uh, business development strategy. Well, I, I love this. Is there anything else you want to mention to the audience? Anything that, uh, you know, has stood out to you in your social selling journey? Before we, you know, uh, uh, you know, Chaz, we were talking before we started recording when, uh, you know, in 1987, 88, somewhere in there, we did some rudimentary, you know, programming development in high school, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I got a few years on you. Uh, it's, it is, um, selling has changed completely. So, you know, in our in our industry, when you come through selling at a big firm like Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley, and a lot of those people end up independent or Edward Jones or whatever the case may be, so much of the sales coaching is still traditional. So much of the sales coaching is still pick up the phone and hammer. Yeah. Right. 
um, the seminar selling, which was really, really successful several years ago, cost you $8,000 put a seminar on now. I mean, it's crazy, right? So these are the, the social tools that are available, uh, the tool that you make available, right? At Social Cycle, there's, there's such a low cost commodity, you know, uh, technology so commoditized now that the tech you need to run to run campaigns on social media. And of course, there's gotta be a personal component to it, right. but the whole thing doesn't have to be personal. A lot of it technology will support. It is so inexpensive to promote your webinars on LinkedIn, to automate the connection of 10 new people that fit a very specific demographic on LinkedIn, right? Those people who are out there really genuinely thinking that a handshake and then a pitch is going to get them anywhere are completely misguided. <clears throat> now, I see those people in their 50s and 60s. And so that's not long in our industry, right? Those people are in their 20s and 30s and 40s and coming up in the industry. They get it, man. They get it. They grew up with it, you know, um, but they're going to dominate this industry one day soon. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's just it's just about evolving, right? I think uh, the firms are slow to evolve. Our industry is slow to evolve because of the regulatory uh, aspect to it. Um, but uh, you know, you got to change or you're gonna die, man. Yeah, got to take advantage of these tools. No, I mean, you know, well said, well said. I think the ethos of selling it will will kind of always kind of live on, but the mechanisms and the approach and where you're going at, like what platforms or strategies that you're pursuing, I think, yeah, like you said, it's here today, gone tomorrow. There's something better, and so. Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're a, a great example of somebody that's continuing to iterate and innovate. And that's why we wanted to have you on. This has been super fun, though, man. I appreciate you doing this. I'm, I'm absolutely honored. I'll close with this, Chess. I uh, put a quote on LinkedIn yesterday. It's not my quote. It's uh, Brian Logie, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to make a mess of this thing real quick here. Yeah, I'm sure I, you know, I'm going to the, the, you know, I'll try to I'll try to get it right. It's like, um, uh, if you're too busy to build systems, you'll always be too busy, right? We've got systems for how we run our business, but most companies and most individuals do not have systems for how they build new business, mm. right? So if you do not implement systems to build your business, you will always be too busy to build your business, right? You'll always be stuck working in it instead of working on it. I'm gonna get a tattoo of that. Yeah, right. I, that's one of my favorite quotes, right? I, I found it yesterday because I want to put something on LinkedIn about systems, right? So I yeah. found it yesterday. I'll, I'll, I'll commit that one to memory. I think oh, I made it. I I made it. <laughs> but, so, so that's what we provide. Social Advisors provides business development system for financial advisors, and uh, and it's effective and it's predictable. So I love it. And we would say that you are a social psychologist. That's, uh, that's I like that, man. I like that. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to change mine from president of social advisors to social psychologist. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, like thank that. you so much. Thank you for listening to Social Psychologist by Social Cycle. Follow us on Twitter at Try Social Cycle at Instagram at socialcycle.io and sign up for socialcycle at socialcycle.io. This is your host, Mohit, signing off. Follow me on Twitter at MoMoneyMohit. Thank you.